you set a goal, you meet a goal, and then you just set a bigger goal, and then you meet that goal and you set a bigger goal, and it just keeps cycling over and over and over again. Today we're gonna to talk about why your achievement goals may actually be hurting you and what to do about it. Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm too small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you in the For Your Success podcast. You guys make this show happen. I love getting messages from our listeners talking about what they've learned and how they're enjoying this. I love seeing you share it with friends. I love seeing you share what you're learning uh, on social with our hashtag For Your Success. It's so exciting to see how when we have our definition of success in a healthy place, how we can all reach it. And today we're talking about success in terms of goals and the goals that we set, it's still the beginning of the year and we're still thinking about the the things that we want to achieve and the things that we wanna do this year. But I wanna challenge your thinking about that a little bit today. It's something that has recently been top of my mind as I'm thinking about the legacy that we want to have into the future and about being present for my family and the things that are happening now, even as I'm working for bigger things. And so I I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about that whole achievement goals versus being goals versus um, you know what I do versus who I am. That's really what we're talking about today. But first, I'd love to invite you to come on over to bloggingsuccessfully.com slash courses. Check out our courses. We just started our Doing Business with God class. There's some others there in terms of getting your course created to get your mission out there that are helpful. There's also some of our affiliate links if you're looking to start a podcast or write a book. Um, you can find helps there for you at bloggingsuccessfully.com forward slash courses. Go check out what we've got to help you with there. So today in thinking about achievement goals, uh, recently I was watching a class by Wayne Dyer, who um, was not necessarily a believer, but a lot of what he said was in line with scripture. And, and this quote really stuck out to me. He said, if you're always setting achievement goals, you're never going to be happy when you reach them because you've trained yourself to want more, to want bigger and better. You've got to be happy or content with where you are, what you have, who you are right now, if you expect to be happy down the road. He said, you bring happiness to the situation, you don't find it in the situation. And I think this is what many of us struggle with. How do I be content right now while still giving myself that motivation to work for something, to work towards something. And, you know, in, in scripture, in Luke chapter 12, 16 to 20, it talks about the, the foolish landowner, the foolish farmer who wanted to, he said, I don't have enough room to store all my goods. I'm going to tear down this barn and build bigger barns. That wasn't the issue. The issue was that he told himself, and then I will sit back and be merry and enjoy myself. And God said, you are a fool. You will never have enough to enjoy yourself. And um, really, in, in, when looking at our goal as, as a believer who is doing business in the secular workplace, what are your goals? 
Are you just trying to make more and amass this great fortune so you can sit back and enjoy the rest of your life? That's not the kind of goal God wants you to have. Um, what are you doing? What impact are you having? Um, I love that Stu McLaren with Tribe says, the more money you have, the more people you can impact, right? The more money you make, the more impact you can have. And that should be our goal, not just to have more to enjoy it, but to have more so that we can impact more. And um, in, uh, in Luke 14, 28 to 32, the Lord talks about the, the wise man who wants to build a tower or a, a barn or a, um, in those days it would have been like a place to store their grain and their food. He said, if somebody who wants to buy to, to build this will sit down first and they will count the cost. They will make plans for how much this is going to cost. What's it going to take to complete this? Because if you only get started and get the foundation and then it sits barren for years and years, you look foolish for not having counted the cost in advance and made plans to be able to complete the project. And so God's not telling us not to have goals. He's not, in my interpretation, he's not saying don't set goals, don't make plans. He's saying make plans, but make them for the right reasons, right? And then when you make them, don't be anxious. Again, in Matthew chapter 6, 25 to 34, he's talking about don't be anxious for tomorrow. Make your plans, count the cost, um, set, set those intentions for what you want to do, but we don't see in scripture anywhere where he is advocating achievement type goals. He's advocating smart planning. He's advocating being wise with your resources. He's advocating not being anxious over those things that we cannot control, even though we've made our best plans. But nowhere does it talk about achievement goals. Do more, do more, do more. He talks about being content with what you have and not being anxious with what is coming tomorrow. But what are the goals that God wants us to have? If we're not setting achievement goals for the sake of achievement, then what are the kind of goals that I, I should be having, right? Um, it's interesting that when you look through scripture, you do see goals in terms of accomplishments or plans, I guess is a better word than goals, plans for accomplishing certain things, right? They counted the cost to build the tower and then they, they follow through with those action steps. They count the cost to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem um, and then they, they went to work and made it happen. They had a plan to get it done, right? There's all kinds of instances and examples where people made plans to accomplish certain projects. And you could call those achievements if you want to. But the bigger thing that we see is God's admonition over and over and over again to be somebody. Not to do something, but to be somebody. There's way more emphasis on who you are being than what you are doing. And I wanna, I wanna point that out. Um, you know, the, the, the way to lay up treasure in heaven is by being, not by doing. And there's many, many goals that in scripture for, for things to be. In Revelation 3, 15 and 16, it says, be hot or cold, but don't be lukewarm, right? Be a person who is all on fire or not interested, but don't be in the middle. Don't be wishy-washy. Choose something that you can get fired up about and be hot, be hot for that, for that thing or that cause or that topic or that motive or that thing that you're planning to do. In Matthew 5, 3, it talks about being humble. Matthew 5, again, being thirsty for righteousness, being thirsty for truth, thirsty for the good things, being meek, being merciful, being pure in your motives. 
being glad when you're persecuted, being intentional and focused on God's glory from 1 Corinthians 10.31. Um, 1 Corinthians 13 gives us the, the goals of being kind, being appropriate, being calm, being strong, being hopeful, be faithful, be loving, be clean talking, be thankful. All right, all of these things that we are to be, these are the kind of goals God wants us to have. Um, in Ephesians 5, we see him admonishing us to be thankful again and be obedient to God, be discerning, be wise, be productive, be filled with the spirit, be one who sings. Um, in Ephesians 4, be self-controlled. Ephesians 6, be on the defensive, put on that armor of God and prepare. Don't be surprised when things happen to um, to delay your plans or to put a put a, a kink in what you're trying to do for God, don't be surprised. Put on that armor of God. Be prepared for those things that are coming up against you. Um, be prayerful. Galatians five talks about being joyful, being peaceful, being gentle, being long suffering. Right? You need to be who you should be in in our Lemon House Homeschool program and the the parents that we're coaching. We're saying, we're telling them over and over and over again, the correct philosophy for Christian education is that your child is who he needs to be, is way more important than that he knows what he needs to know, okay? That he is who he needs to be is way more important than that he knows what he needs to know. And let me explain that. If you have a child who is um, self-disciplined, self-controlled, responsible, a hard worker, is kind, loves the Lord, knows how to learn. If you've instilled those kind of character qualities in that child, he is who he needs to be. He can learn anything he needs to learn to do whatever it is that God calls him to do in the future. And so with us, even as adults, we need to continue to have those being goals in our life. It's more important that we are who we need to be in our homes, in our marriages, with our children, in the workplace, then that we know what we need to know. Your knowledge doesn't matter if you don't have the character to back it up or to do something with it, right? Your skills and your talents are not gonna make a hill of beans difference if you don't have the character to back it up, to do something with what God has given you in terms of the talent and the skill. And so I just wanted to challenge you um, today to set some of those being goals for the year, not just what you're planning to do or planning to accomplish, but what are you planning to be? Who could we be? What would it be like if at the end of this year, we look back and we said this year, I was more patient. This year, I was more present with the important people in my life. This year, I was more loving. This year, I was more generous, right? Again, it's not just about the income that we can make. It's not just about the revenue. It's not just about the money. It's about the impact we can make with the money. And if you are learning to be more patient and more kind and more gentle and more humble and more um, self-controlled and more present with the things and the people who are important in your life, then that's going to overflow into the business that you do. And it's going to have an impact in your business space and is going to ripple out into the things in the world that you affect as well. And so just wanted to challenge you to think about the difference between achievement goals and being goals and set some of both of them for yourself this year. 
Hi, this is Anjuri Fan with thescripturescout.com, where I inspire already excited Sunday school teachers or missionaries to be their very best by connecting them to the very best tools. I found that the blog connection mutes the buzz from the one trillion make money blogging ads that don't get you anywhere but frustrated and overwhelmed by noise, but rather it connects me with the right people who focus me on what really matters. My message, a message that truly serves people. Katie Horner is known for saying, your message matters, because at the Blog Connection, it truly does. See, you probably already know that your message is amazing. But if you want to work with supportive, inspiring comrades and be led in the right direction by an amazing coach to get that message out there, then I highly recommend that you check out the Blog Connection. Thanks for listening to the For Your Success podcast with Katie Horner, presented by bloggingsuccessfully.com. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.foryoursuccesspodcast.com. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, just pay shipping at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.